Good morning, rise and shine, clobber swappers. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, this is week nine. So week nine, what am I going to talk about this week? Well, you will soon find out. But first of all, let me just welcome anybody new to clobber cast. I know it's a podcast, but we like to call it clobber cast because it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Um, I started this nine weeks ago. Um, I really felt nervous dipping my toe into producing a podcast. Um, I've had no help doing this, by the way. (laughs) Not that you think it's really professional. Um, But no, I just decided to research how to produce a podcast. Found a great app to do it and um, basically did what, what what we all sometimes do when we need to learn something new which is I googled it and um, yeah nine weeks on I'm um, still producing the podcast every Sunday um, I think a lot of you are starting to get used to it so if you are new and you've never ever listened to a podcast before or maybe you have listened to a podcast but you've not listened to Clobbercast. Um, all you have to do is um, look on the episodes and you'll see that there's eight previous to this one. Um, I start off by telling you how Clobberswap started. We're a sustainable... God, I really need to be able to say that without sounding like I've got false teeth. <laughs> um, it's a sustainable fashion platform uh, on Facebook so it's a community group on Facebook this is where all the action happens it doesn't happen on a website it happens within a community group on Facebook Um, in order to join Clobberswap all you have to do is go to the website which is www.clobberswap.co.uk we do also have an Instagram page, so please follow us on Instagram if you search Clobberswap Ltd Limited. Um, you will find us there, and the little coat hanger symbol is our logo. So, what our aim is is to reduce the amount of good quality clothes going to landfill every year. There's about 300,000 tonnes, which is ridiculous, far too much. Um, and we want to swap and share our wardrobes with people all over the country there's so many beautiful items we know we don't wear them more than four or five times probably six times at the most and why not swap something you don't wear for something you will wear obviously you know you get better success rates if you look at seasonal items so it's absolutely been roasting hasn't it over this last um you know few days and, and and last probably last seven seven days really we've had really nice weather so just make sure you're not advertising a bloody sheepskin coat when it's 32 degrees because i'm not joking um even bloody del boy wouldn't want it would he because it's been so warm so all your swimsuits your bikinis your little tops Uh, Maybe even little bolero tops, potentially, you know, to uh, wear on an evening when it gets a little bit 
windy sometimes in places like the Canaries. I know a lot of people are going on holiday, so we want some lovely summer clothes, we want summer dresses, tops, um, you know, swishy skirts, maybe little, you know, uh, three-quarter length trousers, wedges. We all love our wedges. So yeah, so this is all clobber swap talk and welcome to week nine. Let's get into it. So clobber swap has been on fire again this week. We've seen lots of swimsuits, Jo Louise Baxter, you was modelling some of your swimsuits um, and if I was a size 10, I would have definitely snapped them up. It's really nice on Clubber Swap because you're able to see how the item looks and Jo demonstrated that really well in her swimsuits that she had for sale um, or for swap. We also saw lots of lovely shoes. We saw a fantastic uh, Louis Vuitton bag, which literally sold in about 30 seconds by Jennifer. Um, that was a really lovely patent um, beigey cream colour um, Louis Vuitton handbag. And then we saw another one in the um, the monogram style by Susan. Susan popped a, a Louis Vuitton on. I think it's still on there. So if anybody's looking for a really good quality pre-loved Louis Vuitton bag, you need to have a look at Susan's items. So yeah, it's been really good. Um, I was I was actually looking um, at how many different dressing styles there are, and there's seven. So which category, let's play a game, which category do you come under? So have a, have a think and I'll read them out. So we've got the classic styling. We've got a relaxed style. We've got dramatic, creative, rebellious, feminine and elegant chic. So which style do you think you come under there? I think we all share different styles depending on the mood, don't we? Depending on how we feel. I do think, um, you know, dressing up can really alter your mood. And apparently, psychologically, this is something that definitely takes place. If you're not feeling good and you're feeling a little bit down, then you might be more inclined, obviously, to chuck a hoodie on and a pair of jeans. And that's your you know that's your outfit for the day something comfortable something that makes you feel a little bit snuggly um, and I love hoodies for that in fact the clobber swap merchandise hoodies winky wink and flowers and tea they're the two designs um, they're really good for that and by the way they are only still 10 pounds if you want to go on the website which is shop.clobberswap.co.uk um, but yeah, I think that nice relaxed feel is good when you're not feeling good about yourself. Um, in summer, I like to wear the floaty, feminine, elegant chic, I think is my style. But there again, I quite like to feel creative. And it's funny because when you go on Instagram, you see all these influencers, don't you? And it's like, how many colours can they literally put on their body? Um, it is like Josie and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. They'll have blue earrings in and green, you know, mules, 
they'll have a bright yellow bag they'll have you know a cardigan in a different style again maybe paisley they'll have a you know a bright orange bell and you know what it does look very happy and very creative but it does seem to be a thing amongst influencers that you know the brighter the colors the better um and rebellious what how would you define that then so that's that's a question for you um the top 10 hottest fashion trends of 2022 are hoodies under blazers power bohemian florals a lot of color clashing that's what i was talking about with the influencers a lot of color clashing cerise pink and red apparently is the um the the top color clashing model there um and we've got chunky loafers and we've got the um y2k fashion so the year 2000 fashion um i'm very very pleased to say that you won't believe this but can you remember in the 90s when people wore the jelly sandal can you remember those flexible little plastic shoes that you'd put on and they had um, straps across didn't they and they were really really uh, fashionable i mean i think i remember those from the first time round, not from the 90s i'm sure my sisters who were older than me probably late 70s early 80s maybe um used to have some and i'm sure they passed some down to me so i might have been wearing them before they even got into real fashion again in the 90s um but the popular playground staple was a colorful comfortable alternative to other open toe shoes but i'm pleased to say that in 2022 the style is getting an adult update thanks to luxury labels like Bottega, Veneta, Prada and Valentino taking on their own interpretations of the bold shoe. So traditionally, the go-to silhouette is a caged fisherman style and while you can find a handful of fresh options in the classic uh, version, this year you can also find options with both more minimal and more trend-forward takes. So this isn't a one-size-fits-all trend and it means that whether you're in need of something to pair with a, um, a little cottage core dress for an upcoming picnic or a casual shoe to style with your denim cut-offs, you'll find something rubbery uh, and waterproof to slide your feet in. Um, there's some amazing um, designer models. I don't know if you've seen the Gucci Plastique. Uh, logo embossed rubber mules they're about 450 pounds wow and guess what there were some on clobber swap last week i believe in blue by one of the members so we must be the destination for 2022 fashions there's also the veronica beard divina jelly buckle sandal which is advertised at 150 which yes those prices are silly aren't they but that's what the designer um, fisherman style shoe jelly bean sandal whatever you want to call it is now um, and I'm sure we can get some really good cheaper sustainable alternatives on clobber swap so keep your eyes peeled so let's just talk about feet 
Do you like them? Do you like your own feet or not? I used to like my feet, but I don't know what's happened over over recent months, but I'm sure if I've taken anything from my mum, all of a sudden I seem to have adopted my mother's feet. (laughs) And I'm not saying it in a good way, because I think as you get older, you lose your instep. So the instep on my feet now um, are nowhere near as arched as they used to be. And I used to dance three or four times a week in my younger years. So I had quite a good instep from all the ballet lessons. But recently, when I'm in the shower particularly, I look down at my feet and just think, oh, whose feet are they? They're like the bloody Gruffalo's feet. They're just nothing like what they used to be. Um, And I've got this lovely little Belinda bun... um, Belinda Bunyan on the uh, left foot and it really really does hurt Um, some days it's okay but some days I go to work in my heels because I am a heels girl and that's probably the reason for the Bunyan in the first place Um, but it absolutely kills and if I have to walk anything but a few steps I'm in agony in fact I do remember once I was literally Um, walking through the light in uh, Leeds and I had to take my shoes off to get to the other side of the centre because I couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't stand the pain. Um, But I'm still very much a heels girl. But after the last segment, when I spoke to you about the jelly beans coming back in, I have found something, ladies, and I think you're going to absolutely love me for this. But if you suffer from foot problems, I don't know if you do. If you do, let me know. Tell me what type of foot problems you have, whether it's, you know, bunions or whether it's just your instep or or your ankle. My ankle also is a little bit um, funny these days. Um, it does, it can, you know, feel like um, if I walk on my left ankle in a, in not the usual way as in if I you know keel over a little bit on the left side it really hurts but I found a solution are you listening ladies let's let's love this next few seconds that I'm going to speak because I don't know how to say it but I think it's called spadly or spadly And it's an orthopedic shoe for all women. Now, you probably sat there or at work raising your eyebrows or scrunching your nose up thinking, what is she going on about? Orthopedic shoes? How old do you think we are? Well, let me tell you, they offer the comfort of a pleasant walk while remaining up to date with the most recent trends. So... More and more people want to take care of the health and they listen to what the body needs and most of them have understood that having healthy feet is essential and I think for me personally, I am currently waiting for these Svadli, I wish somebody would tell me how you say it, it's S-V-A-D-L-I but it's got a little like umla over the eye so I think it must be, I don't know. It must either be Scandinavian or maybe it's just a trademark and they're trying to be cool in the branding department. I'm not sure. But these 
shoes if you go to spadley.co.uk they are non-slip they're washable they're perfect in all conditions they're waterproof they relieve foot and joint pain and they help with Belinda Bunyan and plantar fasciitis is it fasciitis what is plantar fasciitis somebody needs to tell me what that is it sounds is it some sort of I don't know I'm not even going to try and guess but anyway the £34.90 and they come in all different colours the only reason I'm going to get them is because I'm going to Greece in August and I think these are going to be perfect for me just walking about during the day so please have a look they're very bright they're very funky they're made out of this rubbery stuff and they've got a bit of a platform but they're almost like a, a slider so that's kind of the, the, the vibe but they've got a really chunky uh, sole to them which fits within the um, trend you know the trends of 2022 with the like tractor trek soles that kind of thing so please have a look tell me what you think uh, they won't be for everyone but spadley.co.uk the £34.90 but the best thing about it is if you order two pairs the second pair is half price so how about that lots more information coming up i'm just going to make a drink so how are you feeling ladies what's been going on in your lives i know a lot of people have um, gone on holiday angela holden you've told me that you're going to be reading a uh, good vibes good life book whilst you're away with your hubby which is lovely um, I cannot believe that a couple of members met in Spain. They didn't know each other apart from uh, know each other in the group and they spotted each other. So Alison and June, didn't you two look amazing on holiday on the beach? And, you know, that is so incredible. I'm so proud of our community that we've built this relationship online, digitally building a community of people who really connect with each other and to imagine that you're just on the beach walking around and all of a sudden you look at this person and think I've seen you in your swimsuit in your underwear in your you know all the different outfits that you model and it happens to be the famous Alison Lockwood and June Crichton is it is it Crichton oh, I'm terrible aren't I with my pronunciations I do apologize ladies um but anyway June and Alison found each other on holiday that just absolutely made me laugh um and yeah what else have you been up to and what have you been doing how have you been feeling um I've actually been feeling really good, but I think the, the summer vibes and being in my new kitchen has really helped. Although I do believe um, we are certainly, certainly, not certainly, la 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 la, uh, we're certainly feeling the pinch a little bit, aren't we? The shopping has, has gone crackers. Um, nearly 300 quid girls to fill my cupboards back up moving into my kitchen. Can you believe that? I mean, literally nearly needed to, you know, arrange another mortgage on my house when I got to the till. 
Um, and the lady who put the stuff through, she looked at me as if to say, oh, you're not going to like that. And no, I didn't. Now, obviously, I've filled all my cupboards up. So hopefully next week, it's not going to be anything like that. But it is definitely, you know, creating a bit of an issue for people. And with the fuel costs, you know, to, to fill up your car is pretty steep. I think my petrol station is £1.96 a litre something like that so that's nearly two quid that is a lot of money um and yeah i think you know we, we're all having to just maybe have a little think about what we do which is why clobber swap is amazing because hopefully you'll never have to stop looking good and and feeling fabulous and having the confidence because, you know, nine times out of 10, if you want to swap something, I'm sure all the members are gonna be really open to doing swapping over this next few months. Um, I know people like to sell, but we do really like to swap because in that, in that instance, what does it cost you? Cost you the price of postage, which again, postage has gone up. So you just have to think to yourself, it's four pound, and I've got a new jacket or I've got a new skirt or some new shoes. That is amazing. So yeah, Clobber Swap is brilliant for that. Hope you're all doing good. Um, if you're not doing good, let me know. I do like to see how you're doing. I And I saw the lovely Rachel Heffer on this week. Um, she brought her baby to see me. And that was really lovely. And he's so cute. In fact, Ashton, if you can hear me, you normally like to listen to my voice to send you to sleep, don't you, darling? So you keep doing that. You keep closing those little eyes and listening to me. <laughs> me and Rachel was laughing because when he was there in, in the office, um, she came to the office because Rachel, had, if you don't know, Rachel was a member and then um, I was able to give her a, a job uh, within my business, which really, really uh, helped both of us out. But she's obviously now on maternity leave. So she brought, she brought Ashton in to, to see everyone. And um, he was so chilled. And when he saw me and I started talking, it was as though he thought, I've heard that voice before. That's that crazy woman who sends me to sleep every week on a Sunday afternoon. Um, <laughs> so yes, so that was great to see Rachel. So then ladies, whilst we were talking about um, seeing baby Ashton, I just thought I'd tell you when I um, found out I was pregnant with Reuben, and the reason I'm saying this is because my son's birthday was actually on Friday. He was 17, um, he's, a, he's a lovely boy, he's well over six foot now, he's probably six foot two, something like that. He's studying business at college uh, and he's looking to go to university next year, um, which is fantastic. Um, but when I go back to thinking how I felt when I had Reuben, um, it was such a strange feeling because at that time, I'd just been made a director in my business and I felt extremely threatened as an individual, as a professional person within my uh, business that 
I was about to go on maternity leave and I'd just been made this director and it made me feel really um, vulnerable. I think that's the right word. And I don't know if anybody else out there has, has felt this, but I think it's really hard for a woman because you try your best to do well in, in every single area of your life, whether you're looking after your family, whether you're looking after, you know, um, your children, whether you're looking after your husband or your partner or your girlfriend or whoever, um, you're looking after yourself. And then you have this situation where you decide that you're going to have kids, so you're going to stop working for a while. And there's that pull. And for me, um, it was probably one of the most uncomfortable times of my life. And I I can only just, I know it sounds hard to believe, but if, 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 well, let me think. If you went back, say, 10 years, I wouldn't have even been able to speak about this subject without crying because I believe that I went through a really, really difficult, in fact, my eyes are filling up now. I went through a really, really difficult um, period. And I think, I wasn't diagnosed with this, but I think I had really severe postnatal depression. And, just it it really does come over me like a huge wave of upset in my tummy I remember the feeling I used to um, give Reuben his milk on an evening I'd sit in the rocking chair in his bedroom and give him his bottle and um, I just felt an absolute shell of myself and I used to just hate the fact that I was sat in this room feeding him his bottle and how bad do you think that makes me feel right now just even being honest here and telling you that and by the way I have spoken to Reuben about this as well because um, it's just something that you know I have been honest with him about and my husband obviously knows um, so it's not like I'm you know sharing this for the first time to anybody but certainly to to speak to you girls about something so personal and and it actually does feel very difficult for me but it was really really hard and I think it was because I was in so much control of myself I was you know high-powered career girl Uh, I put myself in that position I'd really strived from 21 to 30 years old to get into this position of becoming this director of this company Um, and I was so vulnerable when I all of a sudden left work and then I was in a position where I was you know left with a baby and you know Lee Lee obviously was a tremendous help in fact he was amazing he was so good with Reuben um, and still is he's a real hands-on dad so I can't say I was left to my own devices but I felt shocking And I've got to say, there was often times when I used to, you know, when you go to the toilet on your own and I'd just be staring into space on the toilet and I'd just be thinking, I really hate my life. Um, And I had some seriously dark thoughts. So 
I just wanted to say that because if there's anybody out there who understands what I'm talking about and you'll either understand or you'll think she's absolutely nuts I can't believe what's coming out of her mouth but I did I don't think I fully connected with Reuben for a good few years now that again shocks me when I say that and I loved him obviously there was never a, a moment in you know in time when I thought I didn't love him and I cared for him and I did everything a, a new mum does but I also felt extreme pain and hurt, hurt inside. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to, to say that because if anybody is going through feeling like that, um, I think, you know, for definite, don't do what I did, which was keep it all to myself because I like to think I'm, you know, almost Mrs. Perfect. I think a lot of the... Uh, the ladies on clobber swap can understand what i mean by that you know we like to think we can do everything you know we can work we can have children we can look after the house we can look after the kids you know we can um you know be mrs superwoman and we do so much to you know spin all those plates um and whilst i may have looked like i was uh, i was doing it being absolutely honest with you um, when I came home after finally leaving my friend Lisa Hewitt in the hospital, she came home at the same time as I did because we both had the emergency caesareans. So we left at the same time in the end. But I was so frail and fragile as a person and mentally I just wasn't right at all that it took me ages and ages to book up the courage to even be able to take the bins out. Can you believe what I'm saying? I couldn't even go to the bin outside and wheel it to the end of the drive because I felt so fragile and I almost felt like I just wanted to escape um, and I felt so, so stressed. So, obviously you probably don't ever assume that is me and my personality but i just wanted to share that in case anybody else is feeling it you will you will come out of it and as time goes on with anything like this time passes time heals you start to feel yourself again but don't isolate yourself get yourself out there push yourself go and make appointments to see your friends for a coffee please do not suffer in silence and really that is the end of the podcast today because I've already done eight minutes on this section and otherwise you'll be listening to me all day and all night so I just want to say thank you for listening thanks for downloading um, and you know listening to the episodes this has been Clobbercast week nine I absolutely love you I love chatting to you and Whilst that was quite uncomfortable for me to tell you that little story, it's a really powerful story that I think we should all remember that we're all human and we're all there um, together with each other. And no matter what happens in your life, please share it with other people. So I'll speak to you next week. Visit clobberswap.co.uk if you're not yet um, a... Uh, member in our group and we'll let you in 
and we'll let you have a go and have a trial and I'll speak to you next week. Goodbye.